Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, Amigo. Morning, sunshine. You're on time today. Or maybe we're a little late. Whatever it is, it is. Good morning, Amigo, right at you here on Slam Radio. Sirius XM 145 on the very unique Slam Radio. Good day today. Today's a great day. We'll talk to uh, Lauren Goodwin in the 10 o'clock hour. We'll talk to the boys from KNR. Both shows debuting on this station today. Lauren's will debut soon. Correct, Frank? You uh, have me in order there. And then 1 o'clock, we'll get uh, KNR on and, uh, and we'll rock it that way. We're bringing more new shows to the table, as you can see. Bring some entertainment to you in a different way. And in the background, our students are working on all of this. It's just a beautiful thing. But there's a lot to get to today. Three Houston Astros get hit yesterday in a game that the Astros won, so the strategy didn't work too well. But, um, You're my boy! Yeah, it's going to get started. I told you they'd get plunked. Immediately happening. These games don't even count. Get ready. Yeah, they're starting to remember again. Hey, how you doing? Uh-huh. What's going on with the AC in here? It's 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 getting hotter and hotter. Uh, maybe mine. Maybe the power went out because it was a little. Yeah, but uh, it's that means mine is not really working right because it's just getting warmer and warmer. We may have to call this in. This is starting to get tough here. I'll take a peek at it. In the meantime, baseball starts in two days. Actually, in one day. Have you changed your mind about the fans? Changed my mind? I saw fans yesterday. Did you know? Yeah. I the watched players, that game. The players that were sitting behind plate and... Uh, I saw... Tiger Woods was behind home plate. Don't get me... I saw... There were people at the game I saw yesterday. It was much easier to watch. What do you... I mean, I'm imagining now they're starting to let some people in now, right? Yeah, right. The players are the ones that are sitting in those seats. No! Yes. No, no, there were no players. What I'm, game were you watching that you had a cardboard cutouts of Tiger Woods? Those were not cardboard cutouts. They were cardboard cutouts. Absolutely cardboard cutouts. What do you think? That Tiger Woods is just going to take a random day and go watch an exhibition game? I did find it weird that nobody was wearing their masks. Come on now. But there were people in the state. I was fine with the baseball I saw yesterday because I didn't see empty seats. I'm cool. I'm cool without the. They can change balls in the outfield. They can change certain angles. They're going to have to. I don't want to see empty seats. And I don't think a lot of people want to see that. I I think it's a very silent thing because it sounds nitpicky. And I'm the only one with the balls to actually speak up and say the truth. Because I know baseball fans everywhere like, mm. don't give me this nonsense, Frank. You know what I'm talking about. Do I have yeah, to buddy. get over it to watch baseball? Absolutely. I'll get over it. Yeah, I'm, buddy. I'm fine. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I have alternated masks. I'm to the Yankee mask now. And you know, you know what that means. Yeah, you're ready for opening day. Ready. I've never had an opening day in July. Ready for, <laughs> you're ready for a Washington Nationals showdown. <sighs> I'm ready for a good old-fashioned ass-whooping of whoever's going to sit in front of the New York Yankees this year because everybody's healthy. And uh, while they're going to allow a few runs because they always don't have the best staff, um, they're going to hit their way to the World Series. Well, according to, according to the Marlins broadcasting crew, they, think that they said that the Marlins were going to be a World Series threat this season. And then they come out in the third inning and hit back-to-back-to-back jacks. Well, Dingers. Do you know what? Everybody's a threat in a 60-game season, Frank. That's what I said. You know, if we were to take last season and find each team's best 60 games, I find it hard to believe that even bad teams wouldn't have found a 60-game stretch where they played better than 500. And in some cases, probably 
there's 60 game stretches that are seven or 800 style baseball. I bet you there's 500 teams that play 500 ball that if you encapsulate 60 games, the best 60 game run, they're 15 games over, 10 games over in a 60 game stretch. So what we're talking about here is in, in a shorter season, am I right in saying the playoffs are the same or did they expand the playoffs a little too? I'm never on top of that stuff. I'm horrible. I have, I have to look to see what the playoff rules are, but I think they did some sort of... Uh, Expansion, yeah, something some different, I think. I think there's a couple more teams, if I remember correctly. Maybe, I'm, maybe it's time for me to use my computer now that it's working, Frank. It wasn't the poor computer's fault. It was the pluggy thing that does the enchuche thing that gives you the charge thing that wasn't charging diddly squat thing. So now it's working. Did you beat me to the uh, the reason I stalled with that nonsense was so that you could look it up, not me. Yeah, so seven teams in each league will make the playoffs up from the five that are current right now. So see how my memory works well? The wild card games are replaced with a best of three wild card series. Playoff teams me? are seeded first uh, by division winners and then by teams with the next four highest win totals. See? I uh, was and right. broken by head-to-head series. But that's a beautiful thing because it's it's two in each league, two extra teams in each league. So in a shorter season... A team that might be a 450 team has a 60-game stretch that sneaks them in the playoffs and they get hot at the right time. Do you understand the notion of this? Mm-hmm. You're telling a marathoner to run a 5K. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. You're telling a marathoner to run a 5K, run a 10K. Like pretty much it's like the games, the, the season. Yeah, I can run, but I don't run at that pace. I got to run a different. So the, the people who have a hard time doing well in the marathon but might do well in a 10K, they're, they're going to be in the fight. They're going to be marathoners to the 10K finish line because it's a different pace. I, listen, it's a very simple analogy, but it does bring to light what my point is about why if there's any sport where it's wide-ass open, it's baseball. Do you know the value of a baseball game now is nearly tripled mathematically? When you play a 60-game season... That's worth three games almost. The value system of that, if you want me to get mathematical with you on here, since that's what exactly I planned last night to do when we opened up the show. But if that, that's what you want me to do. Is that why the seat? Is it's that, 2.7 games of value each game. Is that why the tickets on top of the Wrigley roofs are going for over $300 a game? Is that about three times as much as they normally go for? Probably. Okay. 2.7 is your nominator, whatever number you want to use, whatever term you want to use, math nerd. I know math without knowing the nerdy stuff. 2.7. Bro. Yeah. World Series odds. Did you take a peek at those? No. Dodgers are plus 380? That's why I don't take a peek at them because I don't know what that means. Yankees plus 400? I'm guessing that's a good thing. I get 400 for a $100 bet. It's 4 to 1. What are the Marlins? Plus what? One? 50,000. Plus 50,000? Oh, okay, so the lower the number, the better. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's I'll, why the Dodgers I'll... are 380, the Yankees are four. Damn, I failed. That Astros been... are 800, Braves are 1,400. Your Cubs are, I'm sorry, my Cubs are 2,800. Sorry, Marlins. Ah. <laughs> I got it in early. Let's go. <laughs> I got it in early. <laughs> A Mookie, a Mookie-less, betless Boston Red Sox team is a uh, plus forty-six hundred. That's a joy for my eyes to see. <laughs> it means they have 
No chance, brother. No chance. Let's see. The Blue Jays, the homeless Blue Jays of 10,000. No chance. Thank you. Flocks. Royals, Tigers, Orioles, Marlins, Pirates, Giants, and Seattle Mariners, all plus 50,000. 50,000. And who is the person? That's, by the way, the worst odds or the best odds or depends on your view on it, but the lowest odds, highest odds. I don't know how to say it because I don't gamble much. My question is, who said that they were going to win the World Series? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. So, so, uh, one, I, uh, whoever's on their broadcast now, one of their uh, announcers. Uh, okay. Come on. Geff wouldn't have said that. I don't know. I don't remember. Please tell me said. Geff didn't say Well, Geff is a radio guy. Right. I believe this was said on TV. Oh, boy. Okay. He's paid to say that, man. I can't even knock the hustle, right? Like, it is what it is. Yep. Ironically, this is the year you look at those teams in the third column that are giving you plus 7,000, plus 10,000. And you ask yourself, can they get hot? And if you're a gambling man, you drop a 10 spot. or Because I, I'm not betting $100 on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is for fun. Hey, bro, put $10 on this. Right. And if the 46 to 1 wins 10 bucks, yeah, we go to Ruth Chris, whatever. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It's not that deep. But well, it's like 10 times 46,000. Like, if I... So here's what I would do. I don't advocate gambling, right? But if I would be able to put five $10 bets to see if I could hit the lotto, right? I would absolutely take the Marlins as one of them. Homer. Um, I might be a little bit. So ironically, I would take the Red Sox. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel really comfortable um, grabbing a team like the Brewers, a team that can hit their way out of stuff. Brewers would be a good throw. 3,500, you know, plus 3,500. So I throw a, a 10 spot on that. Um, to keep it fair, I throw a 10 spot on the Yankees. And for some crazy reason. I mean, I have to. And then for some incredibly crazy reason, you can't get mad at me now, okay? Okay. Put a 10 spot on the Astros. Oh, my God. <laughs> They might get pissed at everybody and hit their way. In 60 games, that's a team that right can actually get hot, Frank. Y'all, we leaving right now. Probably going to on-base percentage is going to skyrocket with all these hit by pitches. <laughs> They're going to have runners in scoring position all day, more so than they've already... Who needs to tip off pitchers? They're just going to keep hitting guys on base. Royals pitchers yesterday. I got this. <laughs> Bro, they put up like 16 runs yesterday. 15. Are you kidding me? 15, but the, the hits by pitchers were good. No, it was fantastic. But there was one that just nipped the shirt. That was kind of dumb. And our boys over at the Astros Shame Tour were quick on it and retweeting it immediately. Oh, did you? Did you? Have you seen this account, MLB Umps? No. You need to see MLB Umps. Piggybacks the stuff that the Shame Tour does. It's 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 very very funny. Um, it, it doesn't have a strong following, but it seems to be very consistently receiving tweets. I was checking it out yesterday. People engage it as if maybe it's like a Major League Baseball umps page. I get a p feeling it's a parody page because some of the answers are kind of out there. What is it? MLB umps? Yes. It's, I invite you, MLB Umps on Twitter. I that is um, <laughs> whoever 
Twitter does that. I'm following them, actually. That has an interesting sense of humor. <laughs> I'm following them. I just haven't seen their tweets. No warning here. And then it's a retweet of uh, Springer getting blocked. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, it's, it's, it's comical, to say the least. So those are the teams that I would, uh, you know, take a peek at. However, if this is, hold on, if this is a parody account, how in the world did these people get this the, this handle? I, th this handle's ridiculous. Uh. <laughs> this handle, this is an official handle. MLB umps. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this ha No, hold on a minute. No, 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 no. We're going to have to do some investigating here because this is absolutely ridiculous. Legal pitch? They retweet legal pitch to a pitch to the dome. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Come on now. I'm done. <laughs> oh God. <sighs> I no, I couldn't. Right <laughs> I couldn't, bro. Wow. <laughs> this is phenomenal. How did you stumble on this one? Oh man, I tell you. It's a shame they don't have more followers. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to pump this out. These guys are heroes. <laughs> These guys are heroes. Holy cow. I'm not sure how they got the handle, bro. That's crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> That's unbelievable. We're talking sports, Frank. This is amazing. This is incredible. Some people don't believe that all those po those negative tests came through the um, NBA. The, like, all those, yeah, that, they were the, questioning it on one of those. Conspiracy theorists already out. Well, it was a talk show with, like, former NBA players thinking that it was hogwash. Oh, my. Malarkey. Like a cover-up kind of deal? Because right now the NBA is getting praised for how well they're handling everything because with all the negative. If somebody, I think if somebody had it, we would know. They're testing everybody and their grandmother. There's too many. There's too many leaks now. Like everybody wants to have their name out there, so everybody's gonna want to break that story as soon as they know. It's impossible. I don't see it that way at all. I'll tell you what I do see. We're gonna we're gonna come back from break, and get we're gonna talk more sports, Frank. This is unbelievable. Yee. This this and ironically, this is. Do we, do we know how many days now? Like, we're not there yet, but that official number should be a number we put up here somewhere, even if it's small. Tattoo it somewhere in the studio as a reminder of how many days we went without live action of any sort of sports that baseball, football. I'm sorry, soccer. I'm not putting you in there. That was March 13th, was it not? Was that the March shutdown? March 13th. Day? So can you do the numbers when we go to break and figure out how many days has it gone, have elapsed since March 13th? March 12th was the last NBA game I believe that we had. So there we go. So, so since March 12th, how many days have elapsed? I'll figure it out. On the other side, guess what we're going to do? We're going to talk more sports. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> Catch me if you can. One of my favorite movies. I think it's on... Free now on like Hulu or Netflix. Look it up. We can see it again. Netflix. I watched it the other day. You did? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to sit Anthony down to watch it. Wife is annoyed. Oh, it's you a, always have to watch this it's movie. It's a fantastic always. movie. That's one of those you have to see over and over and over again. Always. I'm like looking forward to sitting down and pressing play. <laughs> Almost as much as The Office lately has scintillated my, my, the hairs in my nose. It tickles me and makes me laugh. That's one of the funniest shows. It's inane. I get angry sometimes in the middle of the show and then realize it's actually funny, not for me to get upset. <laughs> uh, I get very uncomfortable with Michael, right? That, There's some very uncomfortable moments coming up that you... I get very uncomfortable. I don't even know how they go there with this stuff. Like, how did this fly under my radar? Is beyond Because I have no social pulse. I'm terrible. I mean, it's sports, and that's it. Because I don't like any of the other stuff.
You have to. I mean, I got out of my comfort zone when I talk about the other stuff. <laughs> what are you laughing at? About something that happened in the office that you haven't gotten to yet. Oh, my God. I'm a few episodes behind you. Oh, boy. I can only. I'm, I'm going to have to catch up today. On the other side, because I'm going long here. That's what she said. Oh! <laughs> we'll talk more sports. This is amazing. 10 o'clock hour. We'll have Lauren Goodwin on. We'll have. Uh, What's his name, Raphael, or? I know Jonathan. Oh, Raul. You call him, uh, Ra- what did you call him, Roger? Roger. You call him Roger. Roger Rabbit, did we right. go with that That's one? what you called him, yeah. Okay, so it's going to be Roger Rabbit and Jonathan, the guys from KNR. Um, their stuff gets going today. This is kind <laughs> of a great birthday gift for Jonathan. It's Jonathan's birthday a couple of days ago, so we'll talk to them in the 10 o'clock hour as well. I didn't have anybody else planned today, did I? Just call her, 786-828-7068. Shout out to those who scintillated with me in Naples. Had a good time. Ran into some old boys from uh, played in my flag football league. And shout out to Ray, of course. Gringo. And we're just uh, talking sports again, bro. I feel like I'm on top of the world. Feel like a million bucks, sort of. If I had a different back that wasn't aching mine in this rainstorm, it's a, it's a monsoon out there in my, whatever. Baseball starts tomorrow. We're talking about it right here. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. <laughs> hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM channel 145. Hello, this is Michael, the playmaker Irving, three-time Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys, and I am an NFL Hall of Famer. Trust me, you're listening to the best. Slam Radio. Oh, I love sports. 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 You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. Email that, Frank. Just just so you know, I'm going to email that one. You're too much, bro. Slam Radio Series 6 and 145. Good morning, amigo. Coming at you till 11 o'clock. Today we debuted two new shows on the station. We're pretty excited about that. Um, one of them is, uh, is produced, kind of a team effort, but Amanda's going to, to grab it, which is the Lauren Goodwin show. I think that's a great synergy to have Amanda take over on that. The one we heard yesterday <laughs> that was off the hinges was from page 305 with Walter Villa. Andre Fernandez, and Manny Navarro. And I got to be honest with you, right now, it's, 
I, I will never discredit our students. Our students have made this ride magnificent. And we've had to kind of assimilate and change how we do business and realize that we have enough hours in a day to do and accommodate everything. And the beauty of this is from a professional position, not from a position of teaching and mentoring. Give me a second to be radio guy here. Notice I'm talking about shows that are locked into our radio station. We are sounding more and more like total legitimate Sirius XM radio. I, and the kids made that legit from day one. Their ability to do the things that we teach them is amazing. I love hearing their perspective. We're going to continue in perspective. The problem is, is when you have a, a global pandemic that keeps them out of this building now almost, what are we looking at, Frank? We, they, they haven't been in here for four months. And who knows when's the next time they step their butts in here. You got to be in here to create the content. We have a, the youth. On a couple of occasions, we've thought about, well, we have to put, you know, give them some time off, whatever. But we want them to still have some sort of voice. Our advanced students are gravitating to doing this show, albeit it's their summer. They organize their schedule. They do everything. We sit back and watch. You press three buttons, and away we go. So during a global pandemic, you want a story to write, Walter Villa. Talk about these teenagers who could be doing anything else. Instead, they're producing, writing, hosting 100% a weekday national radio show. I, that's applause. That's all the buttons you can press in the world they deserve for, and, and the credit. The youth does an amazing job five days a week. In the coming weeks, a couple of weeks, it's going to start happening. Amanda's bowing out. We need to come to a, an executive decision, and she's going to be involved in that decision, as to who becomes Nicole's co-host. And I have a couple of people. I want to hear from them as to tossing their name in the hat. Now, we know we alternate seats, but officially you got to have two cats. And up till now, it's been Amanda and Nicole. And as young as Nicole is, she's just risen to the occasion. She's magnificent. Dynamite. We have stars on there like Mario and Idania, but Idania's going to run our station. Yes! Got to get Idania to do a message to our listeners as the student. And Amanda's going to do one as a parting. A parting, explaining what the last two years have been like for her. And it's almost, uh, well, it's a presidency almost like, but she's in charge. And we've empowered her. She's an amazing young lady. We see the dynamics of both professional radio and young professional radio coming together. And the dynamics of this program are endless. As are their possibilities. This is stuff that's going to be written about for years to come. And I don't believe I'm comfortable taking any credit or a lot of credit for this. Because this is, it, this is a lot of moving parts that make this happen. Yeah, buddy. I feel like I may be the machinist that's making sure all the levers and all the... Pulleys are working. Yeah, buddy. And when it needs to get fixed, I make sure I'm there with Frank. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Frank's my MacGyver. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. But these kids do an awesome job. So what have we done? We've increased our profile. We've asked our students to get involved in the production of those shows. And they, they've, in, they've embraced it. They've pivoted. Very, very smart soundbite. But so have you, Frank. As you're going to coming days hear a new sound on this station, as well as you taking an executive role, overseeing how that's all produced. That's what an executive producer of a radio station is supposed to do.
these moving parts are starting to happen organically. Because God knows I couldn't know all the radio in the world. I couldn't teach each and every one of you to do the things that you're instinctively doing. I put you in a position to excel and move on. It's the best I can do. And you guys are just killing it. Absolutely killing it. Hell yeah. So today's a fun day for me because the Lauren Goodwin show was my idea. Like but wait, I, there's more. I can pick my nose, sorry for the visual, and call myself the executive producer of that show because that show was my... Lauren thought I was crazy when I told her, you need to do this. And I believe that that stuff happens for a reason. Um, I don't know her personally yet other than phone calls and a Zoom, and, and I adore her. Because I just think her vibe is so amazing. It's so positive, Frank. Um, it comes through on the text that we do. We all goof on those texts. I don't think I have a texter that's more fun to me than the one we have with Amanda and Lauren on that. And it's just genuine. And, and she doesn't mind being inexperienced. And we're like, you know, we're going to guide you. We got you here. We just want you to say what you, the value is in what your message is. And we're making her believe in that. And someone as powerful as she is, Needed a nudge to understand that she had that. So there's a lot of sound bites that are brand new that I'm playing, and you're, you're, there's a lot that you don't necessarily understand, and this is going to be one of them, and it's perfect because I'm going to play it. I've, I found a, a certain sound bite that we're going to use as a discovery, and Lauren's an absolute discovery. I want to see if you recognize the sound bite, by the way. I remember this. this something was happening, and this is a movie thing, Something was happening. There was a shift, and it's an 80s movie. Yeah, yeah, it is an 80s movie. And I can't for the life of me. I don't know why I want to say Back to the Future. Yes, my dog! <sighs> Woo! Yes, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. So we always make all these show discoveries, and we don't necessarily have a sound. So now you understand whenever so I play them, we discover something. Well, you have to educate. But play. that was good because was now, now there's no doubt I remembered it correctly, and now it'll be etched in my mind, and that's a great sound. But Lauren's an absolute discovery, and not just us discovering her, but she discovered that she has this voice, and she wants to put it out there, and she has the audience in order to put that voice out there. So I applaud her. And she sounded phenomenal. Like, she sent us the recording yesterday, and I was like, Whoa, wow, this sounds really good. Yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. I love the fact that tomorrow, God willing, Frito and Donald come back live on the air. I love that you and I are getting better at DJing and that quietly we have our own DJ shows, mixed shows. On our radio station, which is always, it's comical. It starts at a comical place and it finishes somewhere with, I need you to hear this next mix that I have. You're going you're gonna to be depleted with this mix. Um, and we're learning in this. This in place, it just seeps knowledge. It seeps the ability to be creative and to learn on all levels from 8 to 80. In the coming days, I have more announcements. And then we put a lid on it because I can't drive you crazy. I can't drive me crazy. There's only so much we can do. There's only so many resources we have. But the few slots that I had decided that are still available, I don't want to say they're up for grabs, but I have meetings in the coming days to solidify and we'll make announcements. And the station will sound a little Miami. It'll sound a little national. It'll sound a little sports. It'll sound a little entertainment. It'll have diverse shows. But they're all centralized around our students. Somehow, some way, our students have to have their paw on it. 
whether it's in the production, whether they're in the hosting. Work, off-season, off-court, work, 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 work. Our advanced students have worked harder this summer than the three summers previous. I'm so proud of this group. I am beyond, in fact, I've been meaning to have a meeting sound like Michael in the office right now, to let them know <laughs> how amazing their efforts have been over the summer. Um, so I'm a proud papa. And when these new shows pop in, no pun intended, but you see what I did there, you know, and shows like the one there, a god papa, see what I did there again, can, pro the can provide for his godson. And I'm the godmother of her son. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> almost. I almost hit that one there. That's, that sounds too clean because people don't understand when I play that. They think you're actually saying that like on that moment. No, I made a mistake one day and I meant to say I'm the god father to her son talking about. And I'm Jonathan's the godmother of her son. And I'm the godfather of her son. <laughs> I had just said she was the godmother of my son. And I said, you know, I had a moment. Love it. I had a senior moment. You captured it. And it is forever encapsulated in the... Mixtape of my blunders. I love it. Um, but that's cool to be able to give back as a godpapa. Although a lot of these kids call me dad. the godfather or dad. Which is so ironic. But all of this, man, it's it just takes a whole village. I'm not making miracles happen. I, there's no... I don't wear a cape. I don't need to wear one. Neither do you. There's no statues of us being built. Like We're just facilitating what this is supposed to be which is within the right parameters, a forum for a voice. And there is nothing wrong with having that voice. And whether we're talking sports, we're going to avoid politics around here in the coming months. So we're not going to get too touchy at that stuff. We're going to stay away completely. This radio station is not going there anymore. Neither am I. Hmm. All right. Listen, have you seen my profiles? You haven't checked my... I don't think I've been able to fit it in Twitter. I'm finding a way to. But my Instagram, there's no politics here. I, I don't have any time for it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to hear it. I have my mind made up, and that's it. And I will continue to do my job. That has nothing to do with how I do my job. But on here, no more. No more. You don't believe me, do you? Kind of not. Why? Because, I mean, you, you say that now because you're calm. But as soon as a little smoke starts building up, and that smoke becomes a little bit of a fire, Come on. and all of a sudden it's hard to contain that fire. There's three things that have happened in the last week that are fire, and I haven't even uttered a word about it. Uh, because we're excited because sports is coming back. And you're on vacation mode. So like I said, You think I'm on vacation given. mode? Yeah. You're just all right, so here's, you're a comment. So here's a comment for your vacation mode. If I ever hear anybody from Seattle talk to me about the injustice that was served for them losing the Supersonics again, I will say to them, with all due respect, it looks like it's a safer place to have an NBA team right now, Oklahoma City, than it is Seattle. Mm -hmm. So do you do what you got to do if that's a necessary thing to do. And ironically, it has to happen there. And you still got to break windshields and, 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 and stage protests that become riotous for whatever the reason. I'm not blaming. Good. But I don't ever want to hear a supersonic fan again get mad about why they are now the Oklahoma City Thunder. Sorry. By the way, it's been 131 days since we've uh, been back at school. So 132 days since the NBA played. So the number's 133 then. Mm -hmm. We're going to find somewhere to put 133 around here. Well, why Very small. 
133 days since the last time there was an, a semblance of a live sports event that was baseball, basketball, football. No, that was March 12th. March 12th. Which was 132 days. Right. Tomorrow's oh, 133, okay, right. which tomorrow there's baseball. I thought you meant today. I just wanted to make sure you were right. 133. That's the number we're going to put somewhere. But it's too close to 145. I don't want anybody to get confused. So it's just going to be embedded somewhere discreetly in the studio, and it's going to be one of our little secrets to the studio. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we're going to do that. That's how we're going to roll on this one. All right, come back from break. There. That's about as much politics as you're going to get from me. Fair enough. That won't happen. That's just... I'm excited about the Yankees. Getting stuff started. The MVP in the NBA... There's nothing. That's it. Everything that will decide that has been has been done for months. So why don't we know who the MVP is yet? I know. How, I know you don't want to talk about politics, man. But I'm a little confused with your beef with Seattle. You're confused. Yeah, I'm confused. All right. So how many times have you heard a supersonic fan bitch and moan about how they left town? Well, they left town because there wasn't public funding and they weren't able to right. do it. So if anything, their beef should be on that team. Period. Point blank. Well, they wanted, so the Supersonics wanted public funding. When they didn't get it, they went somewhere that they did get public funding. Exactly. That's called business, I guess, right? Okay. Because, I mean, Brooklyn lost the Dodgers to L.A. Manhattan lost the Giants to San Francisco. There's been a lot of that stuff that's happened in the past, you know? Mm -hmm. Oakland can't make up their mind if they're Oakland, they're Los Angeles, now they're Las Vegas. Hockey's moved all the time. So it's business. Do you like it or not? I understand. I'm not a fan of it. But it is. I'm the guy that likes the guy who plays 20 years on one team. So obviously, I don't like the name changing. I wasn't in love with going from Florida Marlins to Miami Marlins. I had a bad trip about that, because to me, they're my Florida Marlins. About you know, I'm not allowed to go. That's not an issue. That if that's offensive and that had to happen, that for years they've been lobbying for that. That's not for a years. 2020. No, no, that's for years. That's been for years. And as a former, they finally put it over the top. As a former Washington football fan, because I'm gonna not say the word. I'm so used to saying it because they were one of my teams. Growing up, like I knew the whole fight song and everything. But after reading and, and hearing it out, I have to respect that. That's not that's not even an opinion thing. That's just a respect. Well, thing. no, that's what they're being called right now, the Washington football, football team. Football team, yeah. I'm not going to refer to them anymore. Even Madden changed their logo, and they put a generic logo and everything in 2020. So in a world where that stuff happens, right, um, whether it's because the city didn't have money to give the team or whatever, um, what would be happening if there was an NBA team there and all that stuff was happening right now? As far as the city, your arenas downtown, all this stuff's happening downtown. This isn't a yesterday thing. I mean, this, but they have this is months, and this is a history of riots in Seattle. Every time something goes wrong, the riots se destacan in Seattle. But all they the have time. other they have other sporting uh, sporting teams. They got the Mariners, they got the the, the Seahawks. So there's other teams that are there. They That's play downtown. Do they? Yeah, play? they're all they're all within those city limits, I believe. City limits or downtown. I'll, I'll double check. Obviously, I've never been to Seattle. I just I've seen flyovers and stuff. I'm just like tired of seeing that there. stuff, right? So I. I re- reject that stuff. I don't even need to hear anybody tell me about it's necessary in the social scope of things. That's not important to me. I kind of want to s- focus on how 99% of the country behaves. Sorry, that's just me. But that's my beef. But other than that, politically, there's nothing to talk about. Uh, CenturyLink Field is 1.6 kilometers, which is within a mile of downtown Seattle. Okay. Okay, that. I don't know how the Mariners feel about that. And I believe Safeco's next door. So then they are downtown. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Would you buy an apartment downtown in Seattle right now? 
I'm not the type of person that would live downtown. Maybe, unless it's maybe New York. Is it York. a good like, investment? Even though New York isn't living downtown, New York would just be living within the city. Is it a good investment? You think? No. Okay. So that, I'm just looking at it from a business perspective. But then again, hindsight is 2020. So sure. So it so could is have this been a great investment until all of a sudden it happened now. Now nobody. Seattle was a very happening and progressive place. The only problem is, is that every time somebody sneezes, there's a riot there. Uh, because people are upset and depressed because it's raining all the time. It could be that. It could be something psychological. It could be something social. All those things not talked about on Good Morning Amigo ever again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. sure, Bob. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Just hold saying. You're going to hold me to that. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm never saying anything. I'm going to make an alarm, the, the, the political alarm or the political police. I'll you can do something like that if you want. I don't think you're ever going to really touch that button much. Well, we'll see. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't see that happening much. Okay. Anything that you mentioned, anything president, anything constitutional. I saw someone make a statement about peace. Who was it? It was a, it was a largely public figure. Not taking one side or another, just saying that this country needed prayer. Oh my God, it was so eloquent. Like, that's like my answer. <laughs> Pray for the whoever it is has the guidance and the leadership to do the job. That fair? Is, is that political to say that? That's fair. You, so, right now, if you had that button, would you be able to press that button? No. The, the, right now, the, based on what yes, I said. Yes. Why? Because any time that you bring any of that up, it's gonna be pushed. Because I don't know in what direction so you're going. So if I make and fun, and I'm not the political guy, so if you may I have make some fun, window in there that oh. you're mentioning under the sheets kind of deal, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Frank on this one. I'm gonna trick him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disguise it. And if so, it yeah, gets you know funny. what? The alarm is going on. But but so then hold on. So then if I make fun of 45 for, for giving Big Macs. Alarm's going on. No. Yes. Yes. No. Why? Because then it's gonna lead into another no. fine. All right, I'll give you I'll give you a leash. I'll if it you, has I'll a sports tie, uh, there's no alarm. I'll have a leash. All right. So you can go ahead and you can roam around, you can sniff all the poop and you can <laughs> sniff and see just make sure you don't lick it. Because as soon as you're gonna lick the poop, I'm gonna jerk back on it. And that's exactly what's gonna happen. It's like me walking Cooper. That's how I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna treat this with you. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the Cooper growl. Is he still growling at uh, Addison? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He doesn't growl at Addison. He just runs away from her. He's scared of her now. He doesn't like her. But then, all right. So my wife's upset about this because she sees other people with their babies and their dogs all over the babies. Blah, blah. Cooper doesn't even give us love unless he wants the love. So why is he gonna give the baby love if the baby can't give him? He love? has that chow in him. Yes, that's the problem there. So I told him like, yo, get over it. When when he starts seeing that Addison is fun and starts throwing toys at him and stuff like that, he's gonna go right ahead and he's gonna be part of it. You can only hope. That's that one breed that I can't deal with much. I'm sorry, I have a hard time with those chow. Oof. No puedo. Luckily, he's not 100. percent No, no, I know, I know. But even when they have that mix in there, it's 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 a tough gig. Yeah. It's a tough gig. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have a political alarm. A pol it's a political police is what you're going to do. The political police. So I can't even say the number 45 without being turned on? Like, I'm going to let you say it. Again, you can smell the poop, <laughs> but you can't lick the poop. <laughs> Got it? All right, that's fine. I, I like and I gotta clean, and Beautiful. it's disgusting. So I don't let Cooper. Cooper can smell it because it stimulates him. Joe Biden spoke from oh, Delaware yesterday. Oh, Does that start an alarm by saying that? How about you go ahead and I'll make the alarm sound with my mouth real quick, so then you know how far you can go or not. Okay, so here we go. Joe Biden delivered an eloquent speech from Delaware yesterday. Um, 
letting his followers know what his plans were. <laughs> about how to deal with the pandemic and the future of this country. Yeah, that might be a little political. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously you're... you're you you're, let me say he spoke. The moment I allowed, never say eloquent and Biden in the same sentence. So you're obviously reaching right now. Like through the alarm because yeah, I, a lot of people don't I, know. I spelled I, the BS I, with the eloquent. I'm sorry. I'm equally sarcastic to all of them. I even poke fun at my buddy Marco. Like nobody's safe. It doesn't matter. I just don't want to get into one of these discussions. So I understand maybe I won't use the alarm, but however, it's going to be there just in case. You go on your yeah, rant. Well, I made, I made, I drew the line in the sand when somebody sends me a meme about Ronald Reagan with his name spelled incorrectly. See, you see why I need an alarm with you? Because even that bothers you. So uh, do me a favor. If you want to send me something, do so by spelling the name of the greatest president of my lifetime correctly. And then, of course, that's going to sound an alarm on the show, would it not? No, because it, it depends on where you go after that. Because I know you'll be upset. If I leave it there and then move away, move I'm away, safe. Fine, you'll be good. Okay, so then I can every so often, I can... And then I can do the Cooper growl and then walk away. I like that levity. I can agree to that. I like those terms. So I said you can smell the poop. But you let me slide with that one. I thought you were going to X me on that one. That was good. Because you're not saying anything. Now when you start going into your... No, I'm not explaining anything. It was just a comment. No, right. But I made fun of a meme that content happened to be political. Did I splash an opinion in there? Perhaps. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so had I been a voter, I probably would have been a Reagan Democrat, right? Probably. Well, but I'm a registered Republican, so <laughs> who knows anymore with me? Would that sound the alarm? I'm just testing the boundaries since we've already you're gone good, long. You're good, you're good so far. Wow, I'm surprised I was able to do that you're one. good so far. Wow. I feel like I'm right on that line of public. You're right there. You're when you right push there. the cart three more inches and the wheels lock and you can't move them, <laughs> the anti-theft devices... <laughs> it's activated. <laughs> so I'm really close to that line, I think. You're, you're, you're teetering on it right, right now. So I'm going to back away before I don't get in trouble. So I don't say anything wrong. Nothing negative relative to politics or anything. I promise. <laughs> I wonder how long you can go. Oh, this is perfect because you let me play on the line. You know that I always love the innuendo and the tease and then the comeback from. The problem is if I'm ever angry about something, I have to remember that that line has an invisible wall that if I walk into, I'm going to smush my nose and cut my big old forehead on. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, stay, buddy. I'm going to stay for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. All right. I like these rules. It keeps us in check. And also, I can tell everybody else they can't talk about the stuff. Correct. See what I did? Like, you do good with the number thing. The number's good. The number thing, I like the number thing. I like the number thing. Because it's very agnostic. Exactly. It doesn't lend to your ability no. to figure out where I feel. The only thing we know about how I feel is I don't like the way he speaks. I think he's condescending. Mm -hmm. After that, you have absolutely no clue where I stand. No, none. I don't even think you know where I, I stand. I don't necessarily. It's very funny. So, sometimes I feel like you like him, and sometimes I feel like you don't like him. It seems a lot more like I don't like him than I do. But That's everybody, though. But the problem is there's, there's some key things you need to... Be able to like or not like, and then there's some key things you need to not worry about. And what you got to figure out is, or not figure out, because it's none of your damn business, not you, but anybody who cares or gives a rat's ass, I tell them worry about something else. Because at the end of the day, 
I am my own universe, man. I'm going to think what I think, and I'm certainly not going to impose it on you, so don't worry about it. You like that one? Mm-hmm. You let me teeter on that line. I didn't get buzzed either. Nope. And I have a, I have my finger on a button. Just You do have one on a button. Yeah. So if I get really, really, really risky and I try to go there, you'll press this button. Uh-huh. I'm curious what the sound is. Don't press it just for giggles. Only press it if I break the rule. How's that sound? Yeah. Sounds no, no, that's why I just, I'm, I'm locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. I like this. This is These parameters are fun to play with because that way then I don't get myself in trouble, right? Right. Um, you know, and I keep things in order. Do you remember last week, Frank? Last week, the epicenter of the world's pandemic uh-huh. lived in South Beach. Like any news cycle, that has to change. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's apparently Texas. Texas COVID-19 hotspot facing intense spike. Okay. <laughs> Got it. That's good. This is great. I love this. You know what's up, bro? The bottom line is that China's pissed off at us anyway, Frank. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I don't think you need an alarm. I think you're perfect. <laughs> They're mad that we bombed no, them. It says no, it here. No, 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 no. Now they've abruptly demanded the closure no, of this continent. No, 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 Y'all, we leave it right now. <laughs> I'll keep it to sports. I like the alarms. The alarms are good. You, you have not had to reinvent the wheel there. Awesome. That's fantastic. By the way, Biden is considering four black women for running for running mate. No, 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 no. All right, all right, all right. I guess I can't go there. You have that pivot button. Press that pivot. Trump's pandemic pivot is no, 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 no. No! According to CNN, it's about politics, no, not no, policy. No! Right. No! 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 This no! No! This is no! I, I'm gonna go ahead and block CNN from my thing. We're back to sports here. Yeah, you're killing me, bro. So I can't even bring any of that stuff up. All right. I guess that forces me to do one thing. Talk more sports on the other side. Good morning, amigo. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. All right, so first of all, I need everybody to turn their radios up because you're tuned in to Slam Radio. You already know, DJ Laz, Pimp with the Limp, Slam Radio. Larry, take it away. Let's ride! Rise and shine. Good morning to you. Get the hell up. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. So I got, I got a question for you. Team that wins the World Series this year. Same value to you or not?
am I supposed to take anything you said yesterday seriously after you just said that? Think about what you just told me. You want me to get excited about a season that you don't value as much as a regular season? Well, I mean, I do value it, so it's not like I have no value in it whatsoever, but is it the same type of value? No, it's not. You said it earlier. You said it in the, uh, earlier in the show. You said this is like getting a marathon runner and telling him to run a 5K. Anybody can just go on a run all of a sudden, and then and, and anybody can go on a hot start and make a run, and then all of a sudden find themselves in a position to get into the playoffs, and then anything can happen once those teams get into the playoffs. 60 games, anyone can win. But at the same time, why would you not feel that it's the same thing? They're going to win the same World Series trophy. They're going to get the same World Series. They're not getting half of one. I'm saying that because I'm afraid of one of these teams kind of sneaking in and all of a sudden. Good. like The game needs it. that. I, I get it. Fine. But if there's, if there's multiple teams like that, 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 that you know that, that should not have been their period, that should not have been in the conversation, then I'm going to say that the value is a little lower. But if the teams that we know that should be there because those are the powerhouses, then I'll be like, okay, you know what? Then it worked out. So I guess this is a question we're going to have to revisit later on. As of right now, I don't think it's going to hold the same value because it's so short of a season. You see the guy on uh, on ESPN take sh- he's a shooter shooter's gonna take their shot mm-hmm. he's draining threes without a backboard he has just a hoop with no backboard and the guy drains threes that's crazy you haven't seen that I have not seen that could have sworn I put that on my story yesterday possibly I didn't see every video you put up yesterday saw the kid the Yankee the kid that like can say Yankee did you see that kid. That's an older video. I've seen that video before, but that kid is phenomenal. He's absolutely. How in the world does he know all that? I have no idea how he knows all that. Then again, I mean, it's a video that's being taped, so you don't necessarily know if they've kind of prepped them saying, hey, this is what we're going to ask you. That's possible. I hate to call impropriety on it, but it does. Wow, it's crazy. Like, that's the kind of kid to have on the air and be like, all right, I'm going to throw you one and then see what he's got. Because if he can do it that fast... On a video, then that means that he can do it that fast if he were on the air. Would, would you care to explain to me what the hell happened the other day with the Phillies and the Yankees when Aaron Judge hits a home run, although there was already three outs? Do you understand what happened that day or not? No, I do not know what happened that day. So after recording three outs in the fifth inning, the right-hander Vince Velasquez deals an extra deals to an extra hitter to meet his pitch count, and Aaron Judge takes him deep. What were there four outs and like? That's how little I watch the uh, well, spring training Remember, stuff. It's, it's summer camp, so if they're trying to do something with a, with a pitcher getting a couple extra pitches to try to fulfill his pitches, then I'm sure they're maybe pushing the limit. I mean, these games end in ties. Yes, I saw that. So it's not like these games are necessarily meaning everything one by one, and it's a shortened season, so they're probably extending some of the rules just so certain players can get their, their work, I guess. That's a logical explanation that I can kind of give you with, like, without necessarily knowing what's going on, but considering that these games are ending in ties, it doesn't matter who wins and who loses. It's kind of there. It's it's a it's a rushed spring training, uh, summer camp. On this day, twenty three years ago, Greg Maddox throws a complete game against your Cubs. I mean, my Cubs, to lead the Braves to a four one victory. He um, threw seventy seven pitches in a complete game. Sixty three were strikes, by the way. I want you to think about that for a second. That's crazy. Seventy seven pitch complete game. You do that on a video game, they say, ah, bro, that's because it's a video game, man. That's not real. How seven? 
complete game with them. That's nuts. Looks like the Blue Jays are going to play their baseball, most of their home baseball, at PNC Park. According to sources, Jays are expected to uh, agree to terms to playing home games at PNC uh, majority of their games. There's a couple games that kind of overlap, like you mentioned yesterday on the show, Frank. Um, well, they'll have alternate sites. That's fine. They'll survive. They'll, uh, they are apparently going to move some stuff around. They matched up almost perfectly with the schedules, and I think they're going to move some stuff to accommodate. So They'll be fine. They get their big league experience. I know. Not a big deal in the grand scheme of things because we're playing baseball, right? So, did you see Giants manager take a knee yesterday? I did see that. Multiple people did. Not everybody did. Were you okay with it? I'm fine. I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm already mad at the Giants for leaving New York. I've always said I would have probably been a Giants fan as much as I was living in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Willie Mays played on the Giants. Mm -hmm. So for some crazy reason, I just think that's what would have worked out. You don't think? I, I couldn't. Hard to see me in anything other than pinstripes, right? It's difficult, right? Because I, I bleed the stuff. I know. I know. How long? How long were the Giants in Brooklyn before you? Uh, before they were in Manhattan, and they left. I guess this was the same year the Dodgers left. They're in Manhattan. Yeah, really? The Bolo Grounds were in Manhattan. Oh, I didn't know that. So they didn't even play in Brooklyn? No, Brooklyn played. Brooklyn played in Brooklyn. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Brooklyn I'm Dodgers played Dodgers in Brooklyn. The New York Giants played in Manhattan. Gotcha. The Yankees played in the Bronx. Right. So. Staten Island is the only borough that hasn't had a Major League Baseball team. Imagine that. Some cities, some major cities don't get a Major League Baseball team. Four of the five boroughs have had a Major League Baseball team. Some people don't even consider Staten Island one of the boroughs. Yeah, it's the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be careful. I don't want to Don Guacking me for saying that now is not, a, not an appropriate place to live. Who? Uh, a Don. A Don? Yeah. You know. I know. I, I, I don't know you knew Somebody from my thing. Yeah, huh? I, I don't know you were still associated with any Dons. He's one of us, you know? Like I said, I don't know you were still associated with any Dons. So apparently uh, other teams, you know. <laughs> it's one of my families get together. You know what it is, uh, Cosa Nota. This is our thing. Sorry, Don Amigos. The suburbs uh, of Staten Island aren't a real borough. Staten Island is considered a borough, absolutely. I know it is. It's not a real borough. That's where I live. Forget about it. Because of the outsiders. <laughs> because I don't want to live in New York. My territory's in Brooklyn. You want to say you live in New York without living in New York? How are you going to tell me I'm not a Brooklyn boy? It's like me. Hold on. The people in Staten Island, it's like me living in Kendall claiming I live in Miami. You do live in Miami. I live in Kendall. You live in Miami. You heard there's going to be DHs in the NL and the AL? I think it worked out for the Marlins yesterday. How so? Because they were able to f shift that lineup up. I don't think those three jacks would li would have happened like that if there was a well, pitcher. That's, in that's right. The back to back to back, the belly to belly to belly. Mm -hmm. Um. So they get started tomorrow. In the meantime, basketball 
follows next week. But everybody starts tomorrow. Or there's a couple games that start tomorrow. I think there's only two games that start tomorrow. Well, I believe there's. I thought it was three games. Okay, that could be possible. Let's see. Tomorrow, any day now, it is two games. You are more right than I am. Nice. My Yankees play at Washington at 7. Garrett Cole against Max Scherzer on the mound. I can't believe I'm doing this. Tomorrow in Los Angeles, the Giants face the Dodgers. 10 p.m. first pitch. Johnny, Johnny Cueto versus Clayton Kershaw taking the hill. Opening day, Thursday, July 23. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I'm going to you want me to, I'll go there right now. I freaked out some people the other day when I did this. I just off the top of my dome. <laughs> Opening day, July 23rd. Yeah, it sounds weird, right? Sounds crazy, man. You going to play the music? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Major League Baseball, back here on Slam Radio. It'll be the New York Yankees facing the host Washington Nationals. This is your announcer, Larry, the amigo Milan, alongside Frank Fernandez. I'd say it's a brisk opening day, but it can't be a brisk opening day. It's a sweltering July evening here in Washington where Garrett Cole will take the mound for the New York Yankees. And he faces right-hander Max Scherzer for the Washington Nationals. Bringing nine innings of baseball coming up. First pitch, lineups, and so much more on Slam Radio. Baseball Network. Baseball is back, ladies and gentlemen. Play ball! That's off the top of my dome. I don't know if you liked it or not. Not bad. I loved it. I couldn't oh, remember the Washington National Stadium, so I kept... Nationals Park? Nationals Park. I didn't remember the name. <laughs> A boomer moment. I wanted to say that, but I couldn't. I mean, we could always come back. But see, they don't even have like starting. Like, they don't, give me who you think is going to be the lineup. They can't. Can't. That's tomorrow. Doesn't say anything. Yeah, I'd love to do the lineup. The lineup would be great. Yeah, but remember, they still have a probably another exhibition game in tonight. So. They'll probably go ahead and do their uh, lineups, or they'll probably even submit their lineups tomorrow. There's no reason to submit it today. Day, for, almost 48 hours before the game. A little less than that. 36 hours? I guess. Leading off for the New York Yankees at second base. What's LeMayhew's first name? Gosh, he's got such a unique last name. I never really worry about his first name. Yeah, I don't remember it. I it's remember. DJ LeMayhew. That's why it I don't remember DJ. it. Because we never use it. We never use it. It's LeMayhew. LeMayhew. Leading off for the Yankees playing second base, DJ LeMayhew hitting second play in right field is Aaron Judge. Labor Torres in the third slot playing shortstop. Cleaning up will be Giancarlo Stanton at the DH. Hitting fifth playing center field, Aaron Hicks. Behind the plate hitting sixth will be Gary Sanchez at first base hitting seventh, Luke Voigt. And left field veteran Gardner hitting eighth. And third baseman Gio Urshela rounding out the lineup, hitting ninth, playing for the New York Yankees. On the mound, Garrett Cole, Cy Young Award winner last year, as he faces the Phillies lineup. And I don't know the Phillies lineup so well. 
Only the ex-Yankees. I'm just kidding. Are you guessing this or did you find it somewhere? No, I took a lineup from yesterday. The 2-2 game against the Phils. That's pretty much going to be their lineup, the one I just read. Because there's a tweet that went out a couple days ago that said that um, Aaron Boone said that there's a good chance that this would be the lineup. As LeMahieu, Judge, Torres, Stanton, Hicks, Sanchez, Voigt, Gardner, Shella. So that's the lineup I just read word for word. That's why, that's why, that's why I asked. I'm like, did you read this somewhere? Mm-hmm. There it is. I used common sense based on the box score from a couple of days ago. Got you. So, which, by the way, was the starting lineup against the Phillies a couple of days ago. So apparently they're going with that. Right. This tweet just doesn't say who they played. But Baseball's back. Feels good. The Talking DH baseball. is going to get used is a little getting used to. Um, I'm surprised um, Mattingly actually knew how to handle the lineup change for a DH because considering he's never coached in the, in the American League. He's never had to use a DH, other than maybe like... He's only played in the league for like 16 years. Yeah, fair enough, but he's never had to set the lineup for a DH. It's different. I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, has, ever, has he ever coached in the World Series? Well, I don't know about coaching, but you might manage the World Series. Well, you know what I'm saying. No, he's never managed so the World He's World never necessarily had the opportunity... Never played in the World Series either. In fact, never played in a postseason game, ironically. I'm wondering if this thing is on. It is. Distance has been on. Good. Well, I want to hear about distance. <laughs> I'll distance. That's what, that's what we got to preach to everybody. That's that's what this uh, is all about. 2020. 2020 is about business. I know. Not business. Distance. Yeah, that too. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. What's up, everybody? This is Spice Adams. Slam Radio Sirius XM. Yeah. Go! We're taking off. Welcome aboard. Now, back to what's-his-face. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. We are here on Good Morning Amigo. Taking you to 11 o'clock. Followed up by the youth. Then at noon, Lauren Goodwin. The, the Lauren Goodwin show. I got to get in touch with her. We need to have her on in the next hour. And then at 1 o'clock. So it's KNR, correct? That's correct. Knowledge, nonsense, nonsense, and reasoning. And reasoning. Very unique name. We'll have the boys on as well. So the one that doesn't sound very excited about sports is you. We're busy working, and you've been 
doing? Why do you say that I don't sound excited don't about know. sports? You gave, I don't me, understand all, you where, gave me all kinds I, of crap. I don't understand yesterday. where this accusation is coming from, bro. If anybody's excited about sports, it's me. I mean, I told you I was going to be excited. You seem particularly about down about robots. basketball. No, I told you. No, 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 no. Down on I basketball. I told you Why that I was excited about fans not being in the stands, and I can move past all that. You're the one that's telling me, sitting here yesterday pouting, said, oh, if there's no fans in the stands, then I can't watch the game. Well, there were fans. That's not what we were basing sports on. I didn't know it was about people being around you. Fans make sports. You can't deny that. You're down for another reason. Why am I down? I don't know. I don't know what your problem is. I'm excited. Martin's have an opportunity to win the World Series this year. <laughs> Did you put your $10 on the... F- oh, wait, you're an employee. You can't do can't that. Can't do it. I can, though. And I will. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> I should be so lucky. Have a shot, man. Marlon's going to win the World Series. I'm here sitting in studio today with my little Marlins hat on. I'm ready to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I love when you wear that Marlins hat. That's my favorite Marlins cap. <laughs> the teal one? No, the one you're wearing today. <laughs> yeah. The teal one. It's, it's, it's the old school one. Yeah. The original. The OG. What was the kids you say these days, right? The OG? The GOAT. So I changed my mind. You always change your mind. Get Jonathan on now. You can get Jonathan on now. Yeah, I'm going to try to get him on. When I say now, I'll get him on in this hour of some sort. So we save room for Lauren in the next hour. How's that sound? So we don't have everybody tied up together. Sounds fabuloso. That that makes more sense. I, I like that idea much better. I love when I come up with great ideas like that. Is he ready or is it like I don't know. attacking him? Oh, look at that. See, he's ready. I, I know. Larry, we have a caller. And we have a caller on the bat line. <laughs> so the one thing I think, I, I don't know how much sports he talks on his show. I forgot to ask him that because the, the podcasts, they get into some chicanery and it's, it's entertaining. It's entertaining as heck, but I want to talk sports with him. Him being Jonathan, the birthday boy, Correa, the... Uh, one of the hosts of KNR, which you can hear today at 1 o'clock right here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. Is Honey Bun ready to go? Hi, hi Honey Bun. How are you? How's it going, brother? Everything good? Doing great. But the thing is, and Frank, you can play the appropriate music whenever you're ready. I, I, I love the endearment of brother, but really, I, you come on the show, <laughs> I would expect a little more respect, if you know what I mean. If it was your brother, I'd understand. You go, hey, brother, how are you? But you're talking to your godfather. And I'm your double godfather now, because I'm your real godfather. And then I'm your godfather in our thing here, in the Cosa Nostra, the radio thing. I'm your radio godfather. Jonathan Correa joining us, <clears throat> one of the hosts of KNR, like I said, which will debut today at 1 o'clock right here on Sirius XM 145. What can we expect to hear today, sir? Sir, we will be uh, interviewing a, a good friend of ours, a local business order, uh, owner in the community, um, George Torres, and um, his company that involves uh, bringing the skate community together through nothing but uh, positive vibes and good times. There you and go. And we're also going to be talking about 
sports and pop culture. So you do you do mix in a little sports. So I, I can I can hope to hear how we're getting excited about how baseball and basketball are upon return, even though amidst a global pandemic. Oh, but, absolutely, we talk we talk about the WNBA and the NBA and their support with Breonna Taylor. We talk about um, the Jumpman logo coming over the swoosh. We talk a little bit about everything, Larry. I'm so you, sorry, Godfather. Godfather, yeah. So that so that's good. I like the Jumpman topic. That's excellent. So so where's Roger Rabbit? Is he sleeping in before the show? Is that what's going on? Roger Rabbit is out there postmating, brother. Oh, that's we're right. Not, that's we're, right. We're not international podcasters just yet. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, now you're radio host because that's the whole switch yeah. thing. Your radio show goes on a podcast now. Now you're not just podcasting. Yeah. So you have to. Mm. The art of podcasting is what we all do, but it, the difference is you either are a podcast platform or your platform is on radio and then becomes. Either way, it's it's the same crap. And I'm just happy that you're aboard. Happy that we're going to hear your show today on the air. You know, there's another show that's debuting today right before yours. It's called The Lauren oh, Goodwin had, Show. Oh, I had no idea. Looking forward to checking it out. You know who Lauren Goodwin is? No, I actually don't. So I'm do you familiar. remember the video last month that came out about a young lady mossing her brother in a pickup football game? One-handed catch. Non-bot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's her, bro. That's no her. way. Yeah, bro. Oh, her. I can't wait. That's awesome. <laughs> so support it. I posted it on our Slam Radio and on my account. Support it as everybody will be supporting you guys. I'm excited. I am a proud God Papa. So, and by the way, happy belated birthday to you, Jonathan. The Thank year, you, sir. The years travel on. It's it's. Am I correct in saying this was the big two five for you, or is it two four? Yes, no, it's two five. Uh, it's two five. It's life crisis. Oh boy, I, you don't know anything about a midlife crisis. Wait till you get to be quarter life, quarter life. Well, you two five. If you go ahead and swap that out, and you're five two, you start getting five percent tints on a Camry that you leased, and all of a sudden you think you're the baddest guy in town. That's what they say yeah. I am. But I don't know. I just whatever. I just hate the sun in my eyes. Anyway, looking forward to your show. <clears throat> looking forward to uh, to many shows to come. And again, excited about your debut. Te quiero, papo, and enjoy the ride, bro. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Take care, Jay. Jonathan Correa, host, KNR. Host, KNR, which debuts today at 1 o'clock right here on Slam Radio. Serious XM 145. God, he's got that energy. Where does he get all that freaking energy from? Should be fun. I would invite you to stay tuned to that and so much more. Um, Frank thinks he's off the hook, and he's not off the hook, because this, this crap about Frank... Being down on basketball, I'm not allowing it. I'm having no part of it. I'm going to start, you know what, Frank? I'm going to start booking guests that only talk hoops. That way I can bore you to smithereens since you don't like the game anymore. I'm into basketball. No, you don't like basketball. You're, you're basketball. hating on basketball right now. I'm into basketball. Wait till you see the games in basketball. You don't like it. Yeah, I got you. I'm on to you, bro. I saw what it was about. Can't wait to see LeBron I, lose. Yeah, that's your problem right there. There you go. Did you see what I put on my story yesterday? LeBron had a little fun. What was he doing? Was he playing with Pluto? No, he took the ball, and he threw it from one side to the other. And when he let go of the throw, he said money. And it was nothing but net. Full nice. court, 94-footer. That was edited. <laughs> Come on now, bro. Really? I don't believe anything that happens these days. It ha- until it happens right in front of my eyes, I can't buy anything these days. I'm not asking you to buy it. Just asking you to watch it because it looks like he made it. It looks like it's pretty legit. It's like, it's it's like, like it's video. one take, too. It's like the video of the announcer talking, and then you have LeBron taking 100-foot jump shots like if, like it's like 
three-foot jump shots, and they're all going nothing but net. Come on now. Edited. You think a lot of that stuff's edited, huh? A lot of that stuff is edited. You can't believe what's going You can't believe what you see on TV these days. These kids, Larry, I'll tell you, these kids, they they, they doctrine anything. Anything. You really believe that, huh? Yeah. If LeBron can do it, I want to see you do it in front of my eyes. You know who does stuff like that in front of people that you can tell that it's not edited? Steph Curry. Steph Curry does it in front of people. LeBron has to wait for the gym to be empty in order for him to start popping shots like that. It wasn't empty. It was full of his teammates. Oh, full of teammates, shmeemates. All those people can vouch for him and say, oh, yeah, it was for real, for real, for real. For real. Hey, it was for real. Hey, Bron Bron. Are you serious? Bron Bron is for real. And what a coincidence it happened on Taco Tuesday. This guy's unbelievable. So then he can post that clip all over the place, too. Taco Tuesday! By the way, I haven't seen him post anything like that ever since all this BLM stuff happened. Well, because he's chilling out now. Because uh, he's come across the wrong way. Maybe. Somebody can be offended by it. Yeah, everybody gets offended these days. Did you, did you see that Walmart is, for the first time ever, is shutting down Black Friday? <laughs> They're closing those stores on Friday, so you can't shop on Black Friday. <sighs> I don't know how you feel about that. I don't know. Black Friday. Really? Did they do that? Are you kidding me? No, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Let me see if I can pull up the article. <clears throat> no, no, no. I'm going to press that button on you. We'll talk MLS before you talk about that. Um, I'm moving along here. So, isn't it difficult to predict baseball based on what we talked about earlier in the show? Or can you expect in 60 games the teams that are going to win are supposed to win? Because there's going to be a couple of surprises. There's going to be a couple of surprises. I don't expect there to be like five surprises, but there'll be maybe one or two. I hope there's one or two. It's always nice to have one or two. You always have one or two. Now, it's going to be a mockery if all of a sudden there's six teams that we don't expect to be in there all of a sudden are in there. Like, let's say the Marlins, the Rockies, the, 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 the Diamondbacks are all in there. Be like, Come on, that's uh, really? Rays? The Marlins are going to be in there for sure. Cause the we're Rays going to be a good team here. this year? The Rays going to? The Rays, you never know what happens with the Rays until they start playing. That's the thing with the Rays. Why is that? Why have they taken that personality out? It's not even the same manager that used to bring that out in the Rays once upon a time. But you're right about that. Like, who's going to be the Twins in the Central? The Indians? The Sox? I don't think so. Not the Sox. Sox aren't there yet. Braves should be the top of the uh, of the NL East. Well, I'm, I'm still in the American League. Like, who's going to beat the Astros in the West? Well, you brought up the Braves before. Um, I don't think anybody's going to beat the Astros. That's why I told you. I'm like, it doesn't matter. They still have a team that they can make it to the, to the, to the World Series. Can the, can the A's do any damage? No. I don't count them in. I don't count them in at all. I, th- I think the Astros are going to run away that, with that unless the Rangers are able to do some noise. But I don't think the Rangers have that team built to beat the Astros this year. And you're right about the NL East. Who the hell is going to beat the Braves? Angels, maybe. They got Joe Madden now, so that's going to be a new team. Yeah, so maybe maybe the Angels sneak in as a wild card. They're not winning the division, though. No, no, but, I mean, give the Astros some sort of a contention in the division. That's what you got to look at. But here's my point. What do we know in 60 games is going to happen? Exactly. Like, I, we expect the Braves probably to win the East in the National League. Well, that's part of my reasoning for telling you that I don't hold it to the value that you want me to hold it to. A lot of people picking the Reds. I happen to think the Cubs or the Brewers are really 
where you got to go through. I don't know why a lot of people are picking the Reds. I don't know how, what moves that, what flashy moves did the Reds make? I mean, it's Sonny been a long, Gray. it's been a long off season, so Hold I kind of forgot. Sonny Gray, Trevor Bauer, uh, Mike Mustakas, Nick Castellanos, Luis okay. Castillo. I mean, Anthony Duscalfani. They've improved their profile. I just, you know, like I thought the Cubs or the Brewers, like I, the Brewers can hit the way out of anything. Brewers and the Cubs are going to be those two top teams. Brewers probably over the Cubs because they're the ones that made it to the playoffs last year. Dodgers Cubs sure fell off. Cubs fell off, and the Cubs have a new coach coming, a uh, new manager coming in, in Cody Ross. The Mets sneak in. I don't. I don't see that. I don't think. I think there's too much. I think there's too much firepower in the NL East for the Mets to sneak in. Um, they have to start hot. Just like the Marlins, but between the Braves, between the Phillies and the Nationals, it's going to be tough for the Mets to have any kind of existence in that division. No one really thinks it's going to be anything but the Dodgers and the Yankees in the World Series. You think that? No, it's like a unanimous thing. I'm looking at the sports writers from ESPN did their picks. It's not even close. All is fair. They've been saying that for a while. It's a lot, but but like I can't discredit the Astros, and the Astros are like on the bottom of the totem pole of the teams that would make the playoffs as to whether or not they'll go to the World Series. I don't know. What, what, what it boggles my mind is that it's 60 games and it's a unique certain circumstances. You're starting in July. Um, I don't know, man. Anything can happen. We can try to predict this till we're blue in the face. Well, that's the fun part. We have baseball this week, so this is, a, this is the normal conversation we would be having a week before the season starts. On, in a March or in April or whatever it is, when a normal season starts, this is the, this is the conversation we'll be having. And regardless of a short season or not, if the Dodgers don't win, holy crap. Oh, they're going to get a lot. But is Mookie finally playing or not? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, it's it's they, they have they, – their expectation levels are through the roof this season. They've been that team that's been knocking on the door for the past four or five seasons. They've been the Braves. Knocking on the door, knocking on the door. They just haven't been able to get in. Remember the Braves like in the 90s? Have a conversation. Like, yeah, they had a conversation with their manager, though. Well, I mean, I know. But. Pulling pitchers out early in game deciding. I don't know. But every manager does that. No. No, 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 no. What the Dodgers have done is unprecedented. No, 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 no. So Dave Roberts is the issue in L.A.? It's not the issue because he also they win because of him. But they're a great team. I just. So does Dave Roberts do more bad than good? It's hard for me to tell you. But, but in big, big, big moments, he's really not done great. So is he in the hot seat? I would think he is. I think so. Especially with the expectation <laughs> levels being so high. I think he is I, I in think if he doesn't win, I don't think he stays. That's just my opinion. So, see, They've that come means the seat is hot. That's what that means. If he doesn't win and he doesn't stay, that means that's the just seat a, is That's hot a personal right opinion. The I don't... is piping. Because I don't even think they'll make it to the end of the season if they start not winning. If they start slow, Dave Roberts is gone. You think it's like that, huh? I think it's like that. I don't think they're I, th- I think they're shit. running out of patience with Dave Roberts. Hey, they ran out of patience with Don Mattingly. Don Mattingly was a great coach in L.A. So why do people think that Miami has a chance to rock? Because if you start hot, then you have an opportunity. And the Marlins have some some great complementary players that make that team kind of scary. It makes that team a little dangerous, especially no with a shortened season. They have no chance. Same way the Miami Heat have no chance in basketball. You're out of your mind. Mm. The Heat are going to the finals. They have the toughest schedule of the last eight games anybody does. Good. Then they can solidify their championship mm-hmm. when they take down LeBron. 
I'll give you a little LeBron in the finals. Mm-hmm. But that's it. They have great depth, but I don't. There's not a star power on that team outside of Jimmy Butler. I know Bam is very, very good, but they're likely to be a four seed, maybe a five. And from there, I don't see them winning any sort of Eastern Conference. It's just a personal. Who's going to take them out other than the Bucks? Who do you see them taking them out? Sixers? Other than the Bucks? Yeah, I think the Sixers are still better than them. It's a possibility. I think you have to be careful of a team like the Pacers, believe it or a seven not. Game sca- a seven-game series does scare me against the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Boston? Nah. Boston's on paper better than them. I'm not scared of Boston. I think Boston would be scared of Miami because the way Miami plays basketball. That's why we play the game. <clears throat> no, I agree. But You know, it's... I think it's pretty cut and dry. I, I even think a team like Toronto, who, again, doesn't want any part of, of Miami. That's a tough out. You know, that, that's, for, for Miami to overcome a Toronto team is not easy. So we just have to look honestly dead in the face. You know, I, I, we can be optimistic Heat fans all we want, but I don't know about the Heat making it to any finals. So, excellent week here on the radio station. We just spoke to Jonathan. Uh, Lauren Goodwin will try to get her on in the 10 o'clock hour before her show starts at noon. Tomorrow, we relaunch the Dono and Frito show from, 12 to, uh, from noon to 2 in the afternoon right here on Slam Radio. That's freaking awesome. So, we're excited about them coming back. I, I just just stoked about that, and we'll talk to them tomorrow during the show at some point uh, as we get this all kicked off. This is this is fantastic. Don't you feel? Are you feeling sexy about this? I'm feeling sexy. Say you're feeling sexy. I'm feeling dead sexy. There you go. I'm dead sexy. Look at my sexy body. There you go. Very good. Cool. What movie is that from? I don't know. Come on, amigo, you kill me. Waterboy. Uh, Austin Powers. Sorry. Fat bastard. Yeah, I don't remember things like that. Sorry. Sorry. So I'm excited about the NBA. I'm trying to figure out why you're not. Um, Why do you keep saying that I'm not excited about the NBA, man? You're starting to piss me off, bro. Because you're going on the low-hanging fruit. Oh, the Heat are going to the finals. That means you haven't even bothered. What are you talking about? I know what happened. See, this is the difference between the NBA and baseball. Mm -hmm. In baseball, we're talking a lot of nonsense. We're talking about... What's going to happen? We don't know what's going to happen. The playoffs are about to start in basketball. That's what's awesome. It's no, eight games the, and then playoffs. It doesn't matter, but we know what those teams have, and we know what those teams brought before. We're continuing a season. We're not the all of a sudden playoff starting tension a in the air. This is. It's not like they're all starting Can't zero sniff and it zero. with a mask on, matter. but it's there. You're the one that's not happy you about can sports see coming it. back. It's like a cloud in the sky. You're the one not happy about sports coming back. I need Playoff fans there in order to be excited. Is here. What do you do about basketball? Basketball, championship there, basketball here. I love it. It's fantastic. It seeps into the pores of your body because it emanates in the air like a big, thick cloud. The tensions are high. I love it. It's playoff basketball. And you're, like, down on it. Whatever. We'll be fine. I'm down on you putting words in my mouth. Well, I'm just saying. I'm down on you. I'm excited about Memphis having a chance to go into the basketball playoffs with a guy like John Moran. That's a ninth seed. They're an eighth seed right now. They're going to end up playing the ninth seed tournament. 
Then you have Tennessee, New Orleans Pelicans, who who have an easy schedule as predicted by my son that they would. No Zion. What do you mean, no Zion? He left the bubble. He had some family problems. He says he's coming back, but nobody knows. And what if he comes back and he tests positive? Well, their chances are they're not going to make the playoffs. So. That means that J.J. Reddick's little playoff streak is going to go down the the drain. Oh, that's right. He hasn't even been to like 104 playoffs in a row. I think he's been like seven straight playoffs. And he's, and he's blaming Zion if he doesn't make the playoffs. Is he blaming him? He told Zion, he goes, I hope you're not the reason why I don't make the playoffs for the first time in seven years. He told him that, bro. You told him that months ago. Let me look it up when he told him that. Oh, told dear him God. Ago. Why would it be Zion's fault? <laughs> because he's the face of the team now. Jeez. Hey, if they're going to rate you 90-something as a rookie, bro, you better be stepping up your game. Is it cool to say that it's fun to watch the Astros ducking for cover? Oh, it's amazing. That, you're not supposed to throw at their head, but the fact that Springer had to do that, it, it made my evening. You know that. Mm-hmm. It, made, it made me tickle inside. I felt like a schoolboy being flirted with. This is fantastic. So this came out September 30th. J.J. Reddick said he told Zion after a recent workout that he wanted to keep his playoff streak going. Quote, don't bleep this up for me, man. End quote. That's before the season even started. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're getting you. What is it with you? You don't like Zion. You it's don't like Zion. LeBron. No, I'm cool with Zion. You don't like Zion. I'm cool with Zion. Actually, no. You know what? I don't like Zion. You don't like Zion. Admit it. You know you don't like him. Care to explain to everybody why you don't like him, too? No, I'm cool with Zion. Well, you don't like LeBron. You have this hatred towards LeBron. Because he's a baby. Oh, my God. He's also the best player on the planet. Like he, he's Madonna, and he's Madonna. So Because he knows that he's the best player on the planet, he turns into Madonna. So nobody likes a Madonna. Nobody likes a softie. And he's a softie. Soft-serve ice cream is what he is. He's not soft. Yes, there is. Look, there's a difference between the hard ice cream that you have to scoop and they have to put their entire, they have to put elbow grease into it in order to get you a nice bowl of ice cream. And then there's that ice cream that you go to the thing, you push a little thing, and, do, and it just twirls on the cone. That's LeBron, the ice cream that twirls on the cone. I don't want that. I want the elbow he, he grease soft, ice cream. He's soft ice cream, though, You have to lick it. You got bite, you get frostbite. No, no. You want that, that hard stuff. LeBron ain't that hard stuff. Jordan is that hard ice cream. LeBron's the soft stuff. You need help, man. LeBron's the soft stuff. Jimmy Butler is the hardcore ice cream. That, that's ice cream. LeBron is yogurt. There we go. He's cal- calorie-less. Calorie-less, fat-free soft yogurt. Serve. There's nothing wrong with that stuff. If you're going to go on a diet, fine. But you know what? Us men, we don't care about diet. Us men, listen to you. Us you, men. I'm going to let you go on you're, this one. You're, you're on your own. You're over there on the yogurt tender. You're on the yogurt team. I go to Menchie's. I go to Menchie's and I put all these toppings on top of my yogurts and make it very, 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 very smooth to go down that you don't even need a dessert. This can be your dessert. This is amazing. It's so good. I want that ice cream, but I don't even want. To, I don't even want them to sing to me when I walk in the door, a la Coldstone. I don't want that. Just get me my ice cream. Get the scooper. Put some hot water on it. Put some elbow grease in it. Get all the way to the bottom of the bowl and get me my ice cream. It was National Ice Cream Day a couple of days ago. Yeah, 
Ice cream, you see? Ice cream, not yogurt day. It wasn't National LeBron Day. It was National Jordan Day. But, but your correlation's horrible. How is it a horrible, well, because Larry? LeBron How is, is it horrible? It's only horrible because you're on Team Yogurt. I'm on Team LeBron. What's you're on team, You're right, Team Yogurt. I'm on Team LeBron. Team Yogurt. And I'm not talking about yogurt from Spaceballs. He's no, the I'm greatest about player on the planet, and you hate on him all the time. Because he's what? Why does he have to be Madonna? Why does he have to be no, so soft? He's just if the he greatest was hardcore, player. It was, look at this, man. On the news, look at Derrick Jones Jr. putting in work. Mm, mm, mm. These Miami Heat are going to put in work, boy. That, that, Woo! Is, that is local TV. Woo! That is, that's not local on national schmokel. TV. That's on local TV. Local schmokel. That's our boy Will Manso covering that team right now. So I don't want to hear your yap about it. Okay. The best available Cuban covering the Miami Heat, who are not going to make it to the NBA Finals. You're right. I got you. I'm with you. They are going to make it. Your mouth to God's ears. You know I'm rooting for it, but, but it's not going to happen. They are. It will not happen. Anything. All these guys are fresh right now. All these guys are fresh, ready to go. The Sixers don't have their home court advantage. They don't have their bell or whatever going on and Meek Mill coming out and singing that. You don't got none of that. None of that. You know what the Miami Heat have? Florida Air. They're into it. There's, this is local for them. They got on a bus. Took four hours. Everybody else had to get on airplanes. He got on a bus. Mm-hmm. He got on a bus. You know what else was served on that ice on that on that on that, on that airplane? LeBron? Yogurt. Because the Lakers don't eat ice cream, they eat yogurt. Now you're just making things up. I'm not making anything up. Well, show me the article where it says that they serve yogurt because LeBron doesn't eat ice cream. I will find it. Now you're now you're digging your own hole. <laughs> so you're down on basketball because you don't like LeBron. I am not down. You're on absolutely. If it's it's I was evident. Down on basketball. Listen, I don't like LeBron. Then I'd be down on basketball. There's treatment for only. your condition. It's a very sick mindset you have. You don't like this man. What has this man ever done to you? How, how is it that you've taken it so personal with LeBron? What has he ever done to anger you? I am man? standing up for the people of Cleveland in this statement. When not only did he, oh, let's put out a statement in the paper. Riley flew across the country to go meet with you, and you had to go ahead and give him that little dog and pony show or whatever and be like, yeah, yeah, bro, don't worry, I got this. And then behind his back, make a decision. Why? Because you're like Twitter fingers. You don't have the you don't you don't have the testicular fortitude to look this man, to look the Godfather in the face, to look at him right in between the eyes, and tell him, as a man, as an ice cream eater, to tell him that you're coming you're back. back no, you have to thing. go on Sports Illustrated. And you had to hide behind everything and put this article out. So after your house is packed up and your bags are packed and you get back on your, on your airplane where they serve your yogurt and you're flying back to Cleveland, that's when everybody finds out that all of a sudden you're going back to Cleveland. And then, oh, my God, King LeBron is back. I'm back home. Even though you're not from Cleveland, you're from Akron. Akron. You're really, you're semantics. You're incredible. So, oh, let's, let's, let's fill out a stadium and fly airplanes over it and do this whole thing show because I already did it in Miami. So now I'm going to go back to Cleveland and do it again. And then once that's finished, Cleveland, this is for you. Let's pack our crap up and I want to make movies. You know what? Since I want to star in Space Jam 2 because I'm not unique enough to come up with my own basketball movie idea, I have to jump on the bandwagon of Jordan and I have to make the same movie he made so then everybody can discuss about who's the GOAT. Is it Jordan with the Looney Tunes or is it LeBron? Who can carry the Looney Tunes better against the Monstars? I guess we'll find out summer 2021, LeBron, because those are your moves. 
Let's move to LA so that we can do Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood? Hollywood? Mm. You're doing great. Why would you stop now? Because I ran out of steam. My throat hurts. I've been trying to turn on this light. You know, I've I seen you, and you, and you I'm kind of just distracted me. Throw your hat. I'm throwing everything at it. Ah, <laughs> my hat didn't work. <sighs> my glasses. That's a nice argument with you. Who's the one that's gonna lead the monsters to a better victory? Uh, sorry, the, the the Looney Tunes against a better victory against the monsters. Is LeBron gonna need Bill Murray? Well, Jordan needed Bill Murray in order to score the game-winning basket. LeBron didn't. Come on. That does play a role in my decision, you know. Bill Murray. But Bill Murray was a decoy, by the way, yes. and he didn't play the final play. They called timeout. Oh, he pipped in the play. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. This is Saquon Barkley, and you got to listen to Slam Radio. Go! We're taking off. Welcome aboard. Now, back to what's-his-face. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. And then the gang, up next, about 15 minutes, the youth comes on. The Lauren Goodwin show at 12 noon. KNR at 1 p.m. It's a little nepotism in today's lineup. Is Anthony on the broadcast today, too? Uh, I'm not sure. I have to check. I haven't even zoomed into the meeting. No pun intended. Yeah, I see what you did there. If Anthony's in on the broadcast, um, both of my kids and a godson <laughs> hosting shows on the air today. I need a little more variety than that. As soon as I know, I'll let you know. I'm telling you, Lauren, Lauren's the variety to all that. Can't wait to hear Lauren today. That's going to be fantastic. Tomorrow, of course, we're excited because Alex Dono and Josh Friedman back on the Slam Radio airwaves. I hope that's dynamic and exciting for you, brother. Oh, I'm stoked. Stoked, brother? Yeah, I'm stoked. Ready Fan- to go. Fantastic, brother. Yeah, really. Would you please. get angry at me if I, if I sent you a Zoom invite for an afternoon meeting of sorts? Today? Brief. Depends on what time. You tell me. Three, four. I got things to see people to do. Okay. Well, then, since you're going to do people and see people. Three or four sounds good. All right. It's going to be on non-intrusive. It's just so you can listen in. Sounds good? Sounds like a plan, Stan. S- spectacular. Fantastic, then. And bring your glasses so you can have them. Remember the Jerky Boys? Oh, yeah. I remember the Jerky Boys. The Jerky Boys, that was hysterical. Always wanted to do it, but... I mean, I always wanted to do prank calls and stuff like that, but... 
I don't think I was able to stay in character long enough. Really? Those were pretty easy for me. Yeah, I mean, you just, I mean, the Jerky Boys, they kind of just kept the story going, and you just kind of just had to keep going with the story. The, um, that was the difficult part of it. I can keep going, somebody going for maybe two or three minutes, but then it would kind of, it would kind of go haywire there. I was really good. I think I've told you this before. I was really good with the movie phone, so I would kind of just, like, play along with people, and people would actually click along, and then I would just trip them out with the stuff that I would say. You remember the movie phone? Yes. Phone guy? Yes. I remember the movie phone guy. Very well, as a matter of fact. But like people would call my house and I'd be like, hello and welcome to Movie Phone, brought to you by Y100, The New Times, and The American Express. If you know the name of the movie you'd like to see, press 1 now. To browse to current movies and previews, press 2 now. If this is the first time using Movie Phone, press 3 now. All right, I got the idea. Enter now. Can you get me my, my sound here? I don't know why it goes off sometimes. Can you fix the static? The static was fine, not there because it wasn't on before. Yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Are you dentist? Dental malpractice? Um. Yes. Well, uh, where, where uh, did you get a number? I went to dentist. I I went for tooth decay. They did awful thing. You ripped my teeth out my gum. I cannot talk. I cannot eat. He cursed me and, and hit me while I'm sleeping. He hit you. And then he put me under the sedation. I wake up my pants on button. <laughs> you don't remember these, right? I, I absolutely remember that one specifically, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, my goodness. The My favorite one of all time of theirs... Um, was this one? Let me see if you remember this one. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes, I bought glasses there. My name is Saul Rosenberg. Yes. And my eyes are going crazy. <laughs> okay, well, let me pull your record card. Hold on. Please. Okay, thank you. Mr. Rosenberg, I don't have a record card on you. Where did you buy your glasses? Sure, it was here. Yes, I did. And do you wear glasses? No. Where did you buy them? Uh, at your place, then. What address did you go to? It's, it's the one right in the city there. I don't quite remember. Well, there's a lot in the city, and sometimes people get confused. I don't have a record card on you. How long ago did you buy it here? About four days, and my eyes is going crazy. <laughs> and Mr. Rosenberg, I don't believe you bought it at this office because I'm the only one here. I don't wear glasses, and if it was four days ago, I, um, uh, I would have remembered you. And I don't, and I don't have a record card on you. Did you go to the Empire I, State Building? I, I, went, I went to the Empire State Building... And I can't see so good. So you went to see Dr. King? Yeah, but he's an asshole. I couldn't see so good from the Empire State Building. What would you like to make an appointment to come in and see us? I went to the observatory because of these glasses. I can't see, goddammit. Okay, would you like to come in and see us? Sure. Okay. We're at 30 East 60th Street. 3578th Street. Okay. No, no, no. We're at 30... 330... Okay. East... 60th Street. All right. Should I bring all my glasses with yes. me? You need an examination. And all my glasses? Mr. Rosenberg, you need an examination. Okay. Do you need an examination? All right. Yeah, all right. You need an appointment. Right. And sh I'll bring all my shoes and my, my glasses with me. So I have them. 
Mr. Rosenberg. Sure. You need, do you want to see the ophthalmologist? Right. You need an appointment. I'm sorry. You need an appointment. <laughs> okay. Okay, hold on. I'll have my girl make an appointment for you to see the doctor. Okay, do you have the address? Fantastic, then. You have the address? Yes. What's the... What room? Uh, four, I, I don't know. You say 3587? No, 30 East 60th Street. 30 East 60th Street. Okay, thank you. Oh, you need an appointment. Hold on. Right. Hello? 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 Barbara? Yes, uh, I have to make an appointment with you, sir. Uh, where would you like to come in? Whatever you want me to, honey. Whatever's good for you. Uh, you want to come in tomorrow? Sure, if you're free. Yes, okay. You can come in at, uh, 12 o'clock. Okay, honey, baby. <laughs> All right? Yes. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> you, uh, I get a kick out of that. Saul Rosenberg's glasses. Apparently you get a kick out of that. You don't find that funny? It's funny, it's funny. But you're really dying on that one. The dentist one was the funnier one. <laughs> I didn't let the dentist one go. Yeah, because I knew what was coming after yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I knew what was coming after that. But how is it possible that I'm the only is it that is it, these calls are hysterical? They're funny. They're funny. I just didn't think that one was as funny. You know, what I thought it was funny about that last call was it had a hint of Delilah in it. How so? With Dolores, Dolores, your your character Dolores, had a hint of it. Oh, I, I, can, I, can, I see. I can. I can I Gosh, that. Dolores hasn't been by in a while. Yeah, Dolores hasn't been by in a while. That's right. Now you think about, but Dolores is a female. This is Saul Rosenberg. So. Right, right. But 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 the twang was there. The, the twang was there. It sounded very familiar. The twang was definitely there. Wow, man, it's been a minute since we've seen. Uh, what was her name again? Dolores. Dolores. My goodness, I almost forgot about oh, her. The Delilah. <laughs> no, it was Dolores. It was the, absolutely Dolores. Oh, this used to. I just I thought it was funny stuff. I, I need things that cheer me up because having to watch baseball without anybody stand in the sitting in the stand. See, I told you that bothered you. I knew it. See, why did it take me to the last five minutes of the show to figure out that that's what has been bothering you? You keep blaming on me all day about me that I'm not looking forward to basketball. You're not. Because I can accept the fact that these people are not anyone sitting in the seats. I can accept it. I can be the bigger person and accept it. But you, you can't be forthcoming and tell everybody your little hang-ups about basketball. It is what it is, It's clear you have a problem with basketball. I didn't know that you needed somebody to hold your hand while you watch sports. Terrible. When did you become this person? I thought you were a big boy. I am. Apparently you need somebody to, wa to hold your hand or watch you like a babysitter while you watch your sports. That's not true, but fans are imperative in this process. I can accept not watching, watching a game and not seeing fans in it, but your disdain towards basketball and LeBron knows no bounds. It's very ugly. I have no room for it on this show. I had to say something to try to wake you up, but it took three hours and 55 minutes for me to do it. Now for the first time in 133 days, you're fired. Jesus. All right, you're rehired. Yes. <sighs> Tomorrow's baseball, and I love it. Yes. The Nationals hosting the Yankees. You get tattered around at home. At 10 o'clock, Giants dodges. Clayton Kershaw on the hill. <laughs> the smell of spring is in the air. July 23rd. 
<sighs> I'll take it however it comes. <laughs> These aren't dog days of summer this year. Yeah. Well, hold on. There's still going to be the dog days of summer. Yeah. But maybe not because they got basketball to hold their hand. So I'm saying the basketball playoffs start soon. This is what's beautiful about it. The Miami Heat. Yeah. Woo. You're a fan of yogurt. <sighs> Leave LeBron alone. I'm a fan this. of ice cream. I'm a little lactose intolerant anyway, so I go down the yogurt, non-fat, non-dairy. I knew it. Team LeBron. Team LeBron. I'll play. I'll, I'll go to war with that guy any day. We drink whole milk over there. Your people drink almond milk. You know why they say, right? That's why you guys are so full of shit. <laughs> Couldn't do it without actually saying the word. I know. In a few weeks, I won't be able to say that word like that. It's okay. We're having fun. Tomorrow should be fun. Our friends from the 2020 Astro Shame Tour, Asterisk Tour, will join us tomorrow on the show. I'm digging into this MLB umps. How did they get that handle? It's delicious. They're awesome. <laughs> they gave us a shout out, by the way. I don't yeah, know I noticed. That. Pretty cool. Not sure how they got that information, though. We only have like 12 listeners. All right, coming up next. So, who's on deck on the youth? It's Amanda. It's Nicole. It's Nicole. It's Brianna. Mario. I can't hear you. I'm talking to yourself. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's Brianna, Nicole, Mario, Angel. No Amanda today. No Amanda today. Oh, she backed out of We're it. We're millionless. Millionless. Oh, they have uh, physician appointments. That is correct, sir. Sounds to me like their vacation isn't over yet. Well, when you get a needle in the booty. That's no vacay. And plus, I, I order the doctor to smack him around a little bit to keep him straight. I'm just kidding. They hate going to those damn doctor appointments. Everybody hates doctor's uh, appointments. I, know, I, know. I haven't met one person in my entire life that enjoys going to a doctor's appointment. I don't. Except the doctor's appointment I have at 7 p.m. tomorrow in front of my couch and TV. It's the one where Garrett Cole takes the mound in the pinstripes. Well, he won't be in pinstripes tomorrow because he'll be on the road, but he's a janky for real. He'll be on the road with his name not on his jersey. Not on his jersey. The right way. Although the road jersey should have the name. Whatever. We've been through this before. Yes. Bore you, I will not. Instead, shirtless, I will go. See ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.